Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We coming to eighth time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Tuesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Appreciate you getting up with us. We are with you till 10 a.m. this morning. I am Sean Pendergast. He, if you are watching on the YouTube and Twitch, is the great Brandon Scott. In for Seth Payne today. Seth out today. Back tomorrow. B. Scott, kind enough to... Step in for the next four hours. B, what's going on, man? That's right, man. Just keeping the seat warm. You know how I do. You do well. Always glad to be here, yeah. especially in the morning with you. So it's a, it's an honor and a privilege. Yeah. Glad to do it, man. We got a lot to get to, man. Yes. Today's franchise tag day begins. We got that to get to. Little hoops to get to last night over at Fertitta Center. Yes. The uh, the stars were out again last night. I um. It's like our Laker game now. The the U of H game has kind of got like a local. Fertitta Center's got a local. Staples forum feel to it. You I know? like it. And you know, and now that it's and it's in the Big Twelve, which, you know, Houston is kind of a rarity in the Big Twelve and that it's a big city. You know, because you got a lot of like smaller college towns in the Big Twelve. Yeah. So college basketball period. Yeah. So we yeah. might be we might be the one city that can kind of in the Big Twelve at least, that can kind of create that Laker atmosphere. You got yeah. a great team. Yeah. You do have a lot of celebrities that do live in the city. That's right. not LA or New York, but as far as college basketball goes, pretty damn good. I like that. Yeah. Showtime. The Showtime Coops. Yeah, exactly. And then the timing of it with, you know, Tank Dell being an alum there yeah. and having a big rookie season, mm-hmm. his tie with CJ Stroud, their relationship, him being both at the Texas which I was at, by the way. Shout out to Bill Powell. And the good folks at U of H for getting me tickets to that U of H Texas game. Oh, on Saturday. Yeah, I was there Saturday. Was and then I'm watching the game last night and I'm like, damn it, I went to the wrong game. So, yeah, uh, but it was all good. That, that was good. That was fun last night, yeah. man. There, uh, as the highlights roll here on TV, that was, that, that was like the big story on SportsCenter last night was the battle for the top of the Big 12. Yeah. Um, they're stressful to watch. <laughs> and I mean that in a nice way, the Cougs. Yeah. Like, I watch them and the way they play defense, like, 
I get stressed out watching them play defense. You know what they remind me of? They're and hectic. I, I've made this, I think I was making this point on Saturday with somebody. After, just after watching them. and I, I think that was my first time this year watching them in person. Obviously, I followed them for all of these years throughout the Kelvin Sampson run. And it's yeah. been like this, but it's really like this this year. They play basketball like the football team just ended football season and went and joined the basketball team. Yeah. I, I know this as the guy who played basketball and didn't play football, and then when the football guys would come through, up. you'd be like, man, y'all are a little too strong and aggressive. And, and like it, it, they feel like a basketball team full of football players whose football season just ended. Yeah. yeah. And it's always guys like that on Kelvin Sampson's team, man. It's been that way since he got there. Yeah, um, That's fun. Number two in the country. They win, by the way, last night, 73-65. to 65. I had the under. In that game. Under was 132 and a half. Boy, I was styling at halftime. Yeah. 51 points scored in the first half. I'm like, whew. Yeah. I go to bed. So I do go to bed, but I don't fall asleep, and I'm checking my phone, and I see threes and threes and threes getting yeah. knocked down. I'm like, I got to go back out and watch this game now. Yeah. Yeah. And I lost. It yeah, went so, over. They scored 87 points in the second half, the two teams. Yeah, apparently I, I wasn't following the bed line uh, exactly what this tied to, but there was apparently a bad beat at the end with a couple of free throws that eight, messed up some s- kind of line. Spread was eight and a half. Yeah, okay, so the spread was eight, eight and a yeah, half. Okay, yeah, okay. See, yeah, I, there was I, some weird stuff going on at the end see, of the I game. Know, I thought I'd seen it at seven and a half, so I was kind of confused why people were upset, but that, that would make more sense. Eight and a half where I looked. Ah, yeah, yeah, so those yeah. unnecessary free throws at yeah, the end. Yeah, so... So there was that. So CJ and Tank were courtside with the Fertitas. It looked like with the Fertitas. They're either sitting next to the Fertitas or they're with the Fertitas, one yeah. or the other, because Tillman was sitting right there chopping with CJ. Um, let me ask you this, as long as we're on CJ Stroud here. Yeah. And we're going to get to Mike Evans in about 10 minutes or so, 10 or, 10 or 12 minutes, because um, he might be out there for the Texans. Um, but I want to ask you this. I So... So C.J. Stroud and Amber Rose, big topic over the weekend, big topic yesterday. Yes. I think a topic still with legs today. Um, at the toss yesterday, John Lopez seemed adamant that something happened between the two of them to the point where he was just making assumptions that he went back to her room. <laughs> John almost made Seth's head explode because he was treating C.J. going back to Amber Rose's room as if it had been reported by Adam Sheffler. Well, not just like that, that, but then after the fact, him and Landry both, treated y'all you ensured mostly Seth yeah like he was well actually John yeah like he's like oh they took me literal well yeah we're taking you literal we're, we're I mean we're using words we're he said we're, back to her room we're saying like, are we saying what we mean or not yeah. yeah no John John Lopez took hey give me a ride to my hotel yeah as Hey, let's go back to my room, which right. are not the same sentence. No, they're not. They're, they're not. not. They're not the same. Now that it doesn't mean that something that one thing couldn't lead to another. Sure, and that a ride back to the hotel couldn't lead back to a invite to the room. But those are not the exact same. Right. Okay. So that was a topic on their show. After I didn't get to hear right a little. Now. Well, they were kind of making fun. They were upset that I was like, nah, I think, I think, I think the joke's on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at any rate, it seemed like John, at least, I don't know what Landry's take on it was that something happened between the two of them. John clearly thinks something did. The guys on the drive clearly, clearly think something. They did. seem to want. I, I know Ron for sure. They <laughs> seem like they want something to have happened i don't know if it's for cj or if it's ron wanting to live vicariously through cj i don't know they were talking about what they would have done if they were 22 okay so yeah so there was a lot of that i you know am i naive here like i am i the only one like i i don't i think 
I think he dropped her off back at the hotel and might have gone home to play Madden with Tank Dell. Like, that's what I like. If you're asking me to handicap this thing, did something happen? I drop her off at the hotel is at the top of my odds board right now. Yeah. Yes. CJ Stroud, for a number of reasons, whether it be age, whether it be his personality, some of the things that he talks about religious wise, does not strike me as the type of guy who's just going to straight up seal the deal off of not having not met a woman before, you know, a couple of hours ago or a few hours ago. That's not to say it couldn't happen or it wouldn't happen, but it would surprise me a little bit. I think there's a little bit of projecting here with what people would have wanted to do themselves and just how they view Amber Rose. Mm -hmm. And so since she is probably over, over sexualized, she's a former stripper, video vixen, has got this sexual reputation. It's like slut walk. Yeah, she's got the slut walk, which, by the way, is supposed to be a female empowerment thing. You know, it's supposed to like stop people from slut shame. And it's funny yeah. what it actually did was made a slut shamer even more. Well, anything it's got the word slut in it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, assume, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, and it's them owning it as well. Oh, sure, sure. But it's like, hey, uh, I, I, part of me just just thinks, or most of me just thinks, hey. C.J. Stroud, even if he wanted to, I'm not saying that he didn't look over there and like he, that that boy's blood ain't red. He's a man. I get it. He he saw Amber Rose. He's not blind, but I do have a hard time believing that he was just gonna see, even if he wanted to, that that was gonna be the night that it was gonna happen. Now, did they set the stage? W- mm. Will the next time they meet, the next mm. time they see each other, will they be able to use that excuse of "Oh, we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. We just met"? Now. Nope, they won't be able to do that. But I, this particular night, I think it was just. Hey, drop her off. It just be a glorified Uber, okay. an Uber XXXL. Can we dig into your other theory as well? Yeah. Oh, dude, this this is totally a setup. This is totally a a PR stunt by the. Oh, you're talking about that one. So two things. This is a PR stunt by Amber Rose. Yes. Okay. I yes. I, I do not think so that you think she was at the heart of this. Thing. Yeah, man. She's got contacts over at ninety seven nine. She yeah. knew who to call. Make sure you got your camera right. out when it happens. Right. So like I, I think it was in part a PR stunt by Amber Rose. But okay. also, I am disappointed in this station. Okay. My teammates, that through all of this this discussion from Friday right. to, to to yesterday, Monday. Yeah. All of the discussion that we've had on this, and I have yet to hear anybody, okay, and there's been, I won't say a lot of slut shaming, but there's been a lot of commentary about this, and at no point have I mentioned or heard anybody mention the biggest red flag with Amber Rose. Which is? The woman's got a tattoo across her forehead. I don't don't care about her body count. You know, she's 40 years old, so, like, I assume that anybody by that age has had a partner or two or three or five or whatever it is or more. But she's got a tattoo across her forehead. Does that make her a bad potential partner for C.J. Stroud or a bad potential partner for people in general? I'm not going to say it makes her a, a bad potential partner at all. It just makes her untrustworthy. I don't, uh. know, I, don't, I don't know what kind of partner she is, but I'm saying this. And to, and to all of you listening, if you have a head tattoo, this is not personal. I think you might even agree to some degree. You know yourselves. Right. If you've tatted the top of your forehead. Okay, you've tatted something across, not a, not a, you know, a, a sort of conspicuous neck tattoo here or there, yeah. like you know, something like that. That's kind of harder to notice. You got to really be looking at. But the first thing that I see when I see you, okay, yeah. when I look you eye to eye, is I have to go up and look at the top of your head. Yep. And there's something going across it. Yeah. To me, you are untrustworthy. Right. Because at the very least, you made a decision at some point to do something that was questionable. Yes. You know, very que- questionable and pretty much permanent. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, or, I, I know it can be reversed, but that's quite the process. Yeah, and even if you reverse it, it's being reversed on your head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, most of the tattoo removals happen in places where people aren't seeing. Like, that's if you're true. having it removed, that's true. I don't necessarily... I, John, I, you could be having a tattoo removed on your chest right I, now. I, I would I, have I no idea. Zero ink. I yeah. would, I, but I wouldn't know. Like, right, right, right. But if you put it up there on your dome, no, you're right. I'm gonna see the tattoo and I'm gonna see the removal. I'm gonna see the whole journey. See it on YouTube and Twitch, the yeah. whole thing. Hey, that's untrustworthy. Were you, uh, were you intrigued by the fact that our hotel in Vegas had a tattoo parlor right at the bottom of the elevators? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was them exploiting and playing on people's bad decision making at well night. all the shopping is there i mean they got expensive stores i mean all, all the shopping at a casino is oh yeah is exploiting the decision making that goes on in a casino oh, i mean i told you i paid 20 bucks for a pack of cigarettes and it, and it exploited my decision to ever start <laughs> right. smoking as a teenager to begin with <laughs> right 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 it's like that's, if i could go back to 18 year old me i would yeah. never do this again um did you were you at all surprised? Like nobody, I, I I'm not super surprised. Nobody from our crew came away with a brand new tattoo. I don't know how many people in our crew Ooh. have tattoos to begin with. That's a great question. I know me and Ron both have them. Okay, T- uh, Tyler wasn't there. So. Oh, Clint's got one. Clint's got one, at least one on the inside okay. of his arm. I know that. Yeah, I don't think Tyler's got a bunch, but Tyler wasn't on the trip. Um, I I think that out of the folks that were there, yeah. I would have been most likely to do it, yep. and there was no chance I was doing it. Right, okay, so so yeah, no. So that's the glass ceiling, yeah, right so there. So the rest that that you uh, that the rest of you didn't do it didn't surprise me at all. Who, no, who who of all of the non ink people would have been most likely to do it? Ooh. I, I don't boy. No, you know who? Maybe Landry. I guess. No, 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 Lopez. Lopez would have done it, and it would have been something to do with one of his grandkids. Oh, okay. He would have got like the birth dates of his grandkids, like on his scapula or something like that. Yeah, I on was his, on his shoulder blade. I was thinking something related to fishing. I don't know what a or good, fishing. What a good fishing it tattoo would be, would be. A fish with the birth dates of his grandkids inside the fish. There it is. There you go. That's the one. For all the times they're taking him fishing. That's def- that's the one. All right, Payne and, Payne and Pendergast. B Scott in for uh, in for Seth today. Um, hey, we're giving away Hank Williams Jr. tickets twice today on the show. 7 o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour. So make a note of that. Um, be listening in the uh, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock hours for your chance to win. Uh, all right, so free agency gets started here in a few weeks. Franchise tag day starts today. The two-week window for the franchise tag starts today. Big name. Looks like it's going to hit the market, and I know this is going to excite a ton of you. Do the Texans do it. I'll have that for you next. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast, Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne today. Um, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, giving away rodeo tickets, Hank Williams Jr. in the 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock hours, so stay tuned for that. Diana Rossini of The Athletic tweets this yesterday. Today is the day that could save the Bucks some money by re-signing all-pro wide receiver Mike Evans. However, that deal won't happen today. Look for the two sides to continue to negotiate in good faith as they work towards the start of free agency. So what does that mean? Without getting too contract nerdy, and there were a few Texans that fell into this umbrella yesterday, when these contracts have these voidable years where teams are parking cap money to save money in the short term, credit card paying in the long term, yesterday was a day where a lot of these contracts void, and the cap space that teams have been tucking into future years comes back into this year. Yeah. Now, a lot of that's already accounted for in all these salary cap numbers that you see out there because most of these contracts just void. Um, but Mike Evans was one of those guys yesterday, so it didn't happen, so they're going to keep working. The general consensus seems to be that Evans is going to hit free agency. He's not going to get a franchise tag. Today would be the first day the Bucks could do that. And naturally, based on, I suppose, need... Maybe not acute need, but need. And geography, Mike Evans is the apple of a lot of Texan fans' eyes. Yeah. And as a result, maybe of that, not so much actual, um, you know, not, not much the actuality, but the fact that, hey, he's from Galveston and the Texans have a bright young quarterback and are maybe viewed as a dark horse Super Bowl team. The Texans are listed as the betting favorite right now, ahead of the Bucks. Yeah. To have Mike Evans on their roster next year, yeah, that surprised me a little. Are you bit. You buying that? I, it it surprised me a little bit because I listen. I've been on the air advocating for Mike Evans because it's not my money. It's not my headache to deal with with the cap, trying to figure out how are you going to pay Mike Evans and then all the other players that you're going to ultimately need to pay mm-hmm. sooner than I think we realize. You know, so I, I've been there spending other people's money a little bit. It kind of is your money, though, when you're a fan, because the cap is what is used to put your roster together. Yeah, but I'm it's also... not like baseball. Yeah, but but the thing about it is I'm viewing it far less rationally than Nick Casario is. Go. He, he, right, he's got to figure out the yeah, issue. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I do not I need, and, and, and Nick knows this already, but we do not need Nick Casario thinking about this, going through this exercise the way that I do. Okay, because I'm like, 
Shiny Toys, Mike yeah, Evans. I am too. We've got CJ Stroud. Let's every time we have a conversation about this, I'm like, sign the guy and let's go win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like, you know, based off of the landscape of the AFC last year and based off of CJ Stroud's ascension, having D'Amico Ryan's I feel like they are a couple of pieces, a piece or two like that, like Mike Evans, like a Saquon Barkley. You name your favorite free agent. I feel like they're that type of piece away from actually being able to win a Super Bowl or at least compete for one. So, But it does surprise me because when we talk, we were talking about this in the break a little bit. Reality sets in and you think about what's actually feasible and it's hard for me to really imagine them, imagine them being able to pay Mike Evans, say, the – What's the numbers that are out there? Four years, eighty something, eighty million dollars. Uh, the guys or roughly on the drive, like were, the guys on the drive were kicking it around yesterday, and they were throwing eighty million over four. So the guarantee on that's got to be what fifty? Uh, fifty or sixty, something like that. Yeah. So I that that you know worries me a little bit. I'm like, okay, I don't know how they're going to make that work, and they got all these different guys that they're going to have to pay pretty soon, more likely than not. Well, especially if one of them's Nico Collins, and now you're talking about the same position. Yeah, and Nick, the phrase that Nick Casario uses quite a bit, allocation of resources, yeah. is having two of your. I pre- presume once Nico gets paid, if the yeah. Texans are the ones to pay him, tippy top guys, yeah, be at the same position, yeah. Um, and we talk about it here. You mentioned Tank Dell coming down the road too. Yeah, well, you know, and unfortunately, that's two years. You know, that's not going to be but two years after Nico, so yeah. that that's a little bit further down the line. But we talk about it. Now, with the Texans, we talk about it with the Astros, the decisions that they've got to make. Do you want to make decisions now that could handicap you in the future, that, could, the that could impact the decisions that you make in the future? And the answer, responsibly, is no. Mm-hmm. But th- this betting odd to me, or these betting odds to me, really come down to a couple of things. C.J. Stroud and the proximity. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that Mike Evans is not just from the Houston area, from Galveston, but also went to Texas A&M and is seen here often. We know that he lives here or at least spends a lot of time here, seen a lot at the at the Rockets oh, game. Yeah. On top of the fact that if he comes here, he would be playing with an elite quarterback. He reps the H as much as anybody on the current Houston Texans does. Yeah. And that's yeah. not disrespect to current Houston Texans. That's respect to Mike Evans. Yeah, he's from here. He yeah, rocks the Astros it's, jersey. It's home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, I, 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 can, I can see it, but it's, it is – it, it would be it would be a wild thing to to pull off to, to to pay a guy at that position when you got some other guys that you think you might pay at that position eventually. It's a go for it move. I love it. If they do that move, it means they think they can win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, um, and I think they think they can win a Super Bowl this year. And like if they don't sign Mike Evans, I think they think they can win a Super Bowl this yes, year. I don't think I that's the harbinger for that kind of thing. I'm looking at so here are the odds board. But do you here, want to, the question is do you want to use a credit card to do it? Yeah, yeah, and I, and 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 tr- trust me, I say this all the time on stuff like this. I always picture the Schefter tweet that comes out to break the news on something like this. And in my mind, if there were a Schefter tweet that were to come out first day of free agency that said the Houston Texans have agreed to a deal with Mike Evans, yeah, how are you four right? years, eighty two point five million. Yeah. Fifty-one point five million guaranteed. I, I would be excited yeah, I, about. I know that. you well enough. I know you cuss, but yeah. you cuss in excitement, not in frustration. I would cuss in excitement. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would know. I that I would be. Let's go. I mean, training camp all of a sudden has an extra layer yeah. of juice. As training camp already is going to have juice. Got an extra layer of juice with Mike Evans there. All right. I think on something like that, it, there's probably another move coming after it. Yeah. You know, like if you're in that type of mode. Um, I mean, how miserable would we would we be as fans? If this were to happen and we were like, 
Oh man, but that damn credit card, yeah. is going, you know, like like that would be, I think, lame on our on our part, even if it would be reasonable. Well, he can still play. That's the thing, yeah. you know. Like that's Mike Evans is you. There's not much you can set your watch to in the NFL. Dude gets a thousand yards literally every season. Yep. Every season of his career, he's between a thousand and about thirteen or fourteen hundred yards, and he might be coming off his best season. Yeah, his season he had this past this past year. About eighty catch. His his numbers were almost identical to Nico's with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. With Baker Mayfield, no disrespect as, to Baker, but with, I think CJ's better. With Baker Mayfield as his quarterback, led the league in touchdowns, and here's the most important: played all seventeen games. Yeah, that might be the biggest thing with Mike Evans is he's never played fewer than thirteen games in his career. To make a cross sport reference, he's a bucket. If this was basketball, he's a bucket. This, that's what basketball players would say. That's what they say about a guy who he, can just score. He's a bucket. He gets buckets. He's a damn bucket. He is a bucket. Yeah. Um, Texans three to one, Buccaneers three plus three twenty five, so three and a quarter to one. Chiefs four fifty plus four fifty means you risk a hundred to win four fifty, so four and a half to one. Bears seven and a half to one. Titans ten to one. Panthers fifteen to one. Ravens twenty to one, and then the field, which is everybody else, is seven and a half to one. I would say like of the like there's certain teams on this list, Brandon, where. The, if 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 Mike Evans goes there, they just it means they money whipped him. The Bears, the Titans, the Panthers, the Panthers yeah. you know the the now the ones. I think this is fun because the Texans, I think, are now in a category. With, I'm not saying they're the Chiefs or the Ravens, but they are above the line of teams where you're having to money whip a guy to come in, and especially Mike Evans, who is from here. No, that that's back to my earlier that's point. A, I I think that they are so they're not the Chiefs, they're not the Ravens. We understand that. But where they are in the same boat with those guys and what separates them from that other, you know, <laughs> that other bottom of the barrel group that you were talking about, the Panthers and the Bears and who else? And, Titans. And the Titans. They got the quarterback. So, like, yes, sir. you know, we're going to put Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, give them the respect that they deserve. But C.J. Stroud has entered the chat of being in that, at least in that group of guys, even if he hasn't done enough yet to be considered better than either one of those without question but he's with them uh text message you have four years of money to spend before cj's extension cap would start to really balloon and I, that's the whole text and i think what he's what the texter he or she is saying is do stuff like this now here's the thing i think they're going to yeah i mean i think they're going to the question is do they do it at wide receiver do they do it on mike evans i if i had to guess i would say that a mike evans deal does not happen for the houston texans I think D'Amico Ryans, I think, gave us a little bit of a window into what he believes are the things that they need, A, to improve, and B, just to have in order to be a good team. Like, they're, they're, everybody's got to have a code. Yeah. D'Amico's code is running game on offense, defensive line on defense. Yeah. And I think that's, if you're looking at free agency, when free agency starts in a few weeks, I think you're looking at DNs, I think you're looking at D tackles, maybe linebackers, and running backs. Yeah. And based off of the season that the Texans just had, and we'll talk about Nico Collins, I imagine, later on, but mm-hmm. when you just think about it, outperforming the expectations, just the magical ride that was 2023 Texans. Why not? I could see at least why they would have a certain level of confidence that they might be recreating a Mike Evans right here, right now with Nico Collins. I'm not saying that he's going to be Mike Evans. Mike Evans is. More than likely, I think he's a Hall of Famer, you know, perennial all pro, all of that kind of stuff. So, like, Nico Collins is already off to probably a, a, a slower start to, to even be on that projection. 
But based off of how he played and the fact that you do have a quarterback to pair him with, I don't I don't see why if I'm the Texans and I you know we had the season that we just had that I don't have a the, the level of confidence in these guys and some of these players that see, that even outsizes what fans and prognosticators might have about yeah these guys. if if there's a belief in Nico Collins in the building over there there's a much greater chance they pay Nico Collins than go and, and dip into free agency and sign Mike Evans I'm just looking at behavior yeah they, I mean that's look at the offensive line last year yeah you know they gave out and I'm not saying all those extensions were the right thing to do but they are things that the Texans did yeah and um and, and they found Tank Dell in a later round in a draft where like four wide receivers went consecutively at the end yeah. of the first round and, and he was better or arguably maybe not better but at the very least on par with if not better than most of those guys yeah and if you trust your evaluations and to your point their evaluations at wide receiver in the third round have been good nico collins and tank dell of yeah. late yeah um this this is a supposedly this is a deep wide receiver draft yeah exactly. you know if you're trying to if you're trying to find solutions and you've got x amount of dollars to allocate and they've got a lot of guys they need to sign yeah you know what guys they want to bring back i'm not saying bring them all back i'm not saying run it back bring the band but get the band back together but there are guys they're going to want to bring back did y'all have john harris on a couple of weeks ago we with, from the senior we did so it was that segment yeah. john harris from the senior bowl got me thinking that they could find uh, 10 mike evans is in the draft in the, or something. In, in a third round the yeah. way he talked about those guys had me thinking about that. Uh, yeah big time um now Jameis winston had an interesting theory on mike evans i'll be here for Jameis. i love Jameis winston this was Jameis Winston on, uh, I, I think he's on Pardon My Take, right? It was a Barstool podcast he was on. Oh, yeah, I think it was. He is selling this theory on Mike Evans. Man, are you sold, Brandon Scott, on this theory from Jameis Winston about why Mike Evans is such a dog? So uh, I think Texas receivers, they just, I feel like they're they're different, but Mike is different. Mike is from, from Galveston. I, 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 always, I always tell this to people. And this is something that me and uh, my trainer talk about a lot. If you are born around water, like you have a different way of life. You function differently, and I just I just feel like you function differently because water, like water, has no soul. You know, it doesn't discriminate against anybody. You get in that water, it's gonna take you wherever it goes. Yeah. So I feel like people that are around water, they they are very strong will. They're one with water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mike is from Galveston. If you've been to Galveston, Galveston is known for, you know, I don't know what they're known for because I'm not from there, but I know they have a beach. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? And it's it's not a pretty beach. No, they're you know? known for oil. There's uh, <laughs> It's some of the dirtiest sand in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's not a pretty beach. So Mike is from that muck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might be oil muck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's still muck. So uh so he he he's a little different. I don't I don't classify him as like the regular Texas receivers. So, was the original take the Texas receivers are somehow soft? Yeah, yeah, it came back because it seemed like it was going to be that. Hey, man, Texas receivers are different, but you know when they say different, yeah, they normally mean that in a positive way. Sure, but then he made Mike Evans seem like, you know, a, like like he was an alligator or something. Independent, or like- <laughs> independent of the comparison to other areas of Texas, solely in a vacuum, Mike Evans being near water. Are you buying Jameis Winston's theory that if you grow up near water? You're built a little bit different because the ocean and water has no soul. It will take you wherever it wants to take it's, you. This is what's crazy about it. There are hints of truth <laughs> in what he's saying, but yep. his overall conclusion and point is ridiculous. <laughs> like Galveston just in a vacuum 
is a tougher and rougher place than I think people realize because most people just think of it as the beach. Not a great beach, but think of it as the beach. Yeah. When some of the grimiest, hardest people that I know are from that area. So that part of it is correct. The relation or connection to being born near water as if like Mike Evans' mom did a water birth or or like like I'm confused. Was he born on a boat? Like what? What? I don't, I don't I guess get you the, have, and and water. I do agree that water doesn't have no soul. Yeah. But what exactly that has to do with being born on an island? I, well, he no. makes it sound like it's a prerequisite that you have to get in the water every day yeah, or something yeah. it's like, like that. Or they teach you how to swim yeah. before they teach you how to walk. They teach you how to swim in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Jameis is a gem, man. I I'm here for Jameis's scouting reports on everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing he's scouting tight ends based on what movies they're watching. You know, so he's played in two cities, right? Tampa and New Orleans. Correct. I don't know how I would be a radio host in that city. I don't necessarily follow their radio scene that, that heavily. But I don't know how I would be a host in that city and not be trying to organize trying to organize a Jameis Winston weekly segment. Oh, of some sort. yeah. It could be as serious or unserious as we want it to be. Oh, we need him here so badly. Dude. Oh, back Emergency up. quarterback. Yo. <laughs> Yo, case is getting older. Yeah, man. Davis might want an opportunity somewhere else. I don't know if I want Jameis near CJ. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we arrange that where we bring Jameis in, but but dictate that he can't be around can't CJ get near the starter, <laughs> or only with supervision. Right, you can only be around CJ right. if Gerard Johnson right. is is it's the opposite of very case much Keenum. directly. We want Case like riding home with CJ every day. Jameis, we just want you for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. All right. Funny, uh, funny theory, though. Brandon Scott, it is, Jameis is awesome. Um, Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne. It's Payne and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. All right, let's get the headlines. Kyle Tucker met with the media yesterday. It's his turn for a contract. To, this contract talk is going to be the death of me. We got that. We got free agency talk. Cougs win last night. A firing in the NBA that has a direct ripple effect on the Rockets, too, that I want to get Brandon Scott's thoughts on. We'll go through headlines coming up next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast with today's headlines. This guy comes to play every single day. He's a winner. He knows how to win. 
And when he comes in, in, in here with that approach, that mentality, that mindset, um, we know what he's capable of doing. That's Joe Espada, Astros manager, as we get into headlines. Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne today. I'm Sean Pendergast. Uh, he's talking about Alex Bregman, primed for a big year. Breggy met with the media earlier this week, talked about what great shape he's in. was asked about his potential contract extension. Said that he's letting his agent work on it. Joe Espada asked about that yesterday and says, we don't think the contract will be a distraction. I expect Brady to come in, get ready to play, and do what's best for this team. And when he does that, he's going to he's going to be a really productive player. I, You know, we've been down this road before. We're going to hear from Kyle Tucker in just a second. He's yet another one whose contract is a topic. I was saying this to Seth yesterday, Brandon. Like, the good news is that... We as fans, but I think also the Astros as a team, they're used to being in this situation. They're used to playing with all-star caliber players who are in the last year of deals and where free agency is a highly likely possibility. And it's it's never it's never been a distraction before. I mean, it's been a topic, but never a distraction to where it's derailed a season or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's the it's kind of standard procedure. It really sort of crystallizes how many stars have either come through here or remain. Mm-hmm. You know, in, the, in this case, Alex Bregman. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, we'll talk about Kyle Tucker as well. But, I mean, we've got a list of guys here now that are part of this conversation. Bregman, Tucker, Framber Valdez is going to be on this list at some point as, as far as guys that we're talking about that are going to be expensive at some point. But then we think about all the guys that have come and gone from like, Dallas Keuchel, Garrett Cole, George Springer, you know, I'm leaving out guys. Obviously, Carlos Correa. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this is just the standard procedure for the Astros to have an all-star, you know, top three, top five caliber guy at his position that you're going to have to make really tough decisions about. Dude, thank God they got Jordan locked down. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if Jordan was in this mix as well? Because well, he, was, he was on the same track, I believe, as Tucker. But ha- has that not been key? Like, Jordan as a, as maybe the best example of them, and maybe Jose Altuve to a degree, those two is the prime examples. They have done a good job of at least trying to extend the guys while they're here before they get too expensive, buy out arbitration, get ahead of the extension, get ahead of free agency, and they've been able to do that with guys like Jordan, with guys like Altuve, with guys like Bregman the first time around. Yep, yep. You know, but how long can you do that with how many guys can you do that? I think that's what they were trying to do with Christian Javier. And he just didn't perform as well last year. Yeah, but but they they have tried to spend their money in a smart way by getting ahead of the ridiculous market that is free agents for sure. And and they try. I'm sure they tried to do it with Kyle Tucker. Oh, Maybe yeah. still trying to do it with Kyle Tucker, obviously. But Kyle Tucker met with the media yesterday. Said no extension offer made yet. Maybe a little talk, but not not like, um, you know, like a hard offer or anything like that. But I mean. Like I've always said, just, you know, we're always open to have those conversations, whether it happens now or a little later, um, whatever it may be. But I mean, we're, I mean, I'm always around here. Um, so, you know, I'm always open to having those conversations and just talk it through. I, I like how he makes it sound like Dana Brown just walks up to him in the clubhouse and starts yeah. making contract offers. Yeah. yeah. Like he's buying a boat from him or something like Which that. Which would be awesome. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah, like if that was how it works, that yeah. would be really, really cool. Yeah. It's not. But that Kyle, would be, I've been be thinking awesome. about that boat. Yeah. Let's talk over here. See, I, where Altuve can't hear us. And yeah. see, I actually took that as a kind of a small 
pat on the back, like, hey, just so you know, I'm you know I'm always here. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm always around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm hard to find. Right. You know, pay me, Rick. Right. right. You know that that's that that was the vibe. Dana. <laughs> All right. So Astros spring training is uh, underway. Contracts, big conversation. We just got done talking about Mike Evans. Bucks wide receiver looks like he's going to hit free agency, according to Diana Rossini of The Athletic. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN.com did a piece yesterday where he puts all 32 NFL teams in tiers as to you know where they are on roster construction and, and so forth. You know, kind of what direction the future is headed. And the Texans are in a category called headed on the right track along with the Green Bay Packers and the Cleveland Browns, Jacksonville, teams like that. Teams that aren't quite at that Super Bowl level, but they can see it from where they are, that sort of thing. They're not a teetering contender? They're not a teetering contender. Because that's the one right above it. Yeah. Teetering contenders. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like he shortchanged the Texans a little bit then because they should be teetering. I don't want to be teetering. Well, if I'm teetering, I would like to be pushed to the side where they are contending for a Super Bowl. I think teetering means that they, this could... This could go the oh, wrong go, way. Oh, going the wrong way. Yeah. So I, I guess in my mind, so yeah. just to explain that, in my mind, I'm thinking like all like sort of could be a could contenders. be yeah. So yeah, I I, I view teetering. It's the differently. Bengals and the Eagles. So I think especially the Eagles. I think is a team where you go, okay, man, this could, okay. They, right. okay. Eleven and six could go to six and eleven in a minute on the Eagles. All right, I'm back now. I got it. Um, so as far as the Texans go, this is what I think will get a lot of Texan fans excited. Very first sentence of his synopsis: If Houston is one player away on offense. Make it an exciting tailback option such as Saquon Barkley or Derrick Henry. There's buzz league-wide that Houston could try to improve at running back to help second-year quarterback C.J. Stroud. I don't think that's a big surprise. That's one of their weakest rooms on the team. Um, and if Devin Singletary leaves, it just got weaker. Yep. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's a surprise at all that people around the league are taking a look at the Texans saying, boy, they need some running backs. I think the key is two, well, two things. One... Does Nick Casario feel the same way? And D'Amico Ryans. And two, are they shopping in that aisle? The Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry aisle? I think Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs are in one aisle, and Derrick Henry is like maybe at a stand at the end of that aisle. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that, as we talked about earlier with Mike Evans, a Mike Evans signing would excite me but shock me. A Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. I don't want to hear about scheme fit. They could figure it out. These these guys are elite. And then Derrick Henry actually is a scheme fit, would be a scheme fit. So between the three of those guys, none of them would shock me and all of them would, would excite me. Yeah. So, uh, and I agree with the point that you made about running back and really just the running game overall being one of their, you know, weaker spots you know weaker room the running back room and then just overall the production from the running backs not as good you get a better running back to me you need your offensive line but a better running back makes that offensive line better and obviously you just need to upgrade that room overall because you did not sign Devin Singletary last year to be your main guy no and so, he yeah, turned into that yeah and and credit to him for being able to at least mm-hmm. somewhat carry it and and to shoulder that but but I think that it is Almost certain that they will want to upgrade that position, and what better way to do it with one of those? Boy, that'd guys. be fun. That that would be some sizzle too, no doubt for sure. Uh, Cougs beat Iowa State last night, seventy three to sixty five. Battle of two top six teams. Iowa State was six coming into that game. Cougs get a little bit of revenge for a loss earlier this year to the Cyclones, seventy three to sixty five. Final score. Stars were out. C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, courtside uh, last night. So that was cool. Hey, real quick, 
before we get to the end of headlines, the Nets fire Jacques Vaughn yesterday as their head coach. They're 21-33 and 33 on the season. Uh, apparently he was way too invested in Ben Simmons being the focal point of the offense. He didn't realize that Ben Simmons just doesn't play basketball anymore. <laughs> ben Simmons played 12 games this year. I was going to say, where has he been for the last three years? Yeah, he, well, and, and apparently that didn't sit well with uh, Mikael Bridges, the, you know, the star of the team. Yeah. Um, the Rockets own the Nets' first-round pick this year in 26 and swaps in 25 and 27. Yep. This James Harden trade has a potential – I mean, I'm not breaking any news here – but if it's a team that's firing their coach, and they're saying they're going to build around Bridges, who to me is like a, he's like a third guy on a good team. Yeah, man, the, at, at best a second. The draft yeah. now, I like. I think the Rockets need to start moving some of these picks for some guys that, pretty soon. This is the point I was going to make. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, but but yeah, that that was a. I mean, you're you're you know H town hoops guy. Yeah, hey, Scott. I mean, you got to be excited about. This. I, I'm really excited about it. I think that you know the. Draft odds improve with this move by the Nets because I mean, effectively, you are the Nets in terms. Talk yeah. about the lottery, yeah, yeah your your lottery odds. Yeah. I think that effectively, when you want to think about lottery and draft, you essentially are the Nets. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the Rockets are the Nets since you own those picks. So to me, it's a it's an obvious good thing. But the point that you made is an important one. They are already reaching a point now where they've got what they're calling a core six. Those are the remaining six players that they've drafted in the first round over the last three years. Two each year, yep. Yeah, two each year. And they're going to have to make some decisions about which of these guys are here for the long haul and which of the guys that they're going to have to part ways with at some point. And I think we know probably who the main one is where we're like, man, that that guy's got a lot of talent, but he doesn't seem to be like a winning basketball player. That's Jalen Green. To me, it's two things. It's a logjam of draft picks, and you got to figure out what to do with them. But it's also like, hey, we can afford to admit that we might have missed on the number two pick a couple of years ago, and it doesn't have to be this catastrophic thing because now we got all of these other picks. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a, it's it's some good and and some bad because you got a lot of decisions to make. But I feel like at least one of them might be easier because of what the future has in front of you. Yeah, you're at least dealing from a position of strength on all this. Yes, you know you got a lot of assets, so yes. that's good. That's good assets. It seem to be improving by the day, uh, at least draft assets improving by the day. Jalen Green's a whole separate topic yeah. in his you, improvement. You would like for your number two overall pick to pan yeah. out and to show up to be a frontline guy. It's unfortunate we'll see. that, that, we'll that see. has not happened. i got to ask you about Udoka's decisions he's got coming up here. We'll do that later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, we've given away rodeo tickets as well in this hour, so be listening. Hank Williams Jr., that should be fun. Kick it old school with Hank Williams Jr. Um, which player, let's circle back to the Astros. Improvement may have to come from within. They signed Josh Hader. I don't know that there's any moves left to improve the team. Which player do you give the best chance to recapture the magic? Got five names. Which do you give the best chance? I'll bounce this off of Brandon Scott, who's in for Seth Payne, and we'll do it next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 